Playful executioner. Well, George Mason, are you listening to me? Don't you hide behind a paper when I speak to you. I bet you didn't hear a word I said. Please don't shout, dear. I hear you. This is the story of a mild-mannered man, his wife pleading with a constant nagging, a strange spirit who reveled in unhappiness, a story that could happen to you if such a spirit chose you to taunt and haunt. George was a handyman around the ha- in his home, but somehow he always forgot to mend the torn screen on the door. George had patiently tried to acquire the facility of not hearing the shrill voice of his spouse, but without luck, there was no shutting out her ranting. Don't sit there all morning. Are you going to go to work today? Oh, aren't you? Wish I could get away from a while, but what good would it do? She'll come along with me, no doubt. Ouch. That was as bad, Nick. I'm almost as if I had a curse somehow. Well, I suppose I shouldn't have complained. At least it's not so bad at the office. That's strange. Wonder why it won't pop up. Can't stand burnt toast. Go ahead now. Now that you've smoked up my kitchen, can't even watch the toaster. I hope you can manage to find your way to work. And get home early. I have plenty for you to do around here. Yes, dear. George's job wasn't important or exciting. At least it was one place he could get away from the berating of his wife at his desk. He felt like a different person. George, I like a word of you. Sure thing, boss. Tomorrow it's Sally's birthday. I thought it would be a pleasant surprise. I reminded her. Remembered her, seeing she hasn't any family to do so. Just look at my tiebreaker written. Now, what? how could that have happened? Well, we'll just have to fix it. Sally's bur- birthday will be broke, but not, I'll never have any money to spare. Want some help, George? No thanks, Sally. She sure is sweet. I certainly took you long enough to get home. I didn't even get any, I don't get any consideration at all. My good rugs could burn for all you care. It's Sally's birthday, dear. The boss suggested we give her. Give her? It's nice that you can have such a Greek heart with strangers, George Mason. We're not spending a cent on that woman. But I've got to get something. There's roses, yes, that's it. I could bring her rose just to show her she's remembered. I'll I'll work my puzzle. She won't come down here. If she only be more patient and stop nagging me all the time, a man should have some rights in his own home. Well, today's your precious Miss Sally's birthday. Too bad she won't be getting that expensive present she's expecting for you. As unkind, she's not expecting anything. She doesn't even think we know it's her birthday. Going to be embarrassing too after the Rose boss took the trouble to remind me. Wish I had something, little thing. I'll give you some poo. What happened to my coffee? 
jolly. She ain't done used to nag me so much. Or maybe I'm just getting, beginning to notice it. How, now, how did that big rock get there? I'll just push it over here for now. Oh, the rose, I almost forgot. That's what I can bring. George, George, who tied all these knots in my apron strings? That's right. Hurry away without answering. George, how lovely. Just couldn't be sweeter. Happy birthday, Sally. I'm not good at speeches. But I didn't, can say the rose's sweetness is second to yours. You're married, aren't you, George? Yes, ma'am. I've been married for some time. It is said that every day a new venture, but new gentle-hearted George would never think to apply some reasoning to himself. He couldn't dream that this would be a very big day in his unexciting life. It would be just like that man to hold out some change of me. Suppose he acts like a dapper Dan round a hussy in his office. We had better not let me hear about it. Another thing I'm going to make I, uh, another thing, I'm going to m- make him ask for a raise from that nasty old character he works for. Spider said it, why I married him, I never know. He makes my life unbearable. Hello, dear, are we, you are home? Oops, of course you're home, you clumsy fool. Where else would you be? would I be this hour of the evening? Now fix a rug. Only yesterday I attacked that tear. Didn't see why you don't won't buy a new one. I put that rug. I put that rug money in my own private bank account. I gave myself more portal than a staircase. Anyone who's got a mouse, who's got anyone who's got a mouse, of a husband like you, are are a fool not to think of their own future. If it was up to you, ah, uh, his hand hangs so limp. Oh no, it's dreadful. I, her neck is broken. And in the many days before poor George returned to his job, now he was to play a new role, life stage, where he was now a widower. You need to change your jobs, George. How about managing office for me? That sounds mighty good, sir. Seeing that George has such an important job, I suppose they won't let, get to see him at all. I know I'm I know I'm terrible, but I, I had hoped. Sally, how good it has been been around here uh, been around her again. Now I can admit to myself I've always been fond of her. Oh Sally, oh George, why did you where did that waste packet get what how did that waste bucket get there? Are you hurt? I'm not I'm no I'm not I'm sh- 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 feel silly. Why, George, you seem to change I, I expected. But you look, you look so well. I feel good too, Sally. Good to be back here with you. The end.